All right. Are you ready? So do we have some uh, intro music to play, like some A-Team? Come on. <laughs> I can edit that in. <laughs> <laughs> and we're live here at the Over 30 Clan podcast. <laughs> After a, a long hiatus, I'm your host, Black Death, and with me is... Nuke LaCoug. Coog. Emphasis on the Coog. Yes, yes, the big milf hunter. <laughs> Stress the word big. <laughs> Gross. So it's been quite a long time, and I apologize for that. Uh, things have just been ridiculously busy, and I just haven't had the the gusto to put forth the effort. <laughs> so, back by popular demand is the Over Thirty Clan podcast. It's been a, it's been a good good year of rage and frustration, and you know scattered um, scattered amounts of awesomeness. <laughs> sprinkled sprinkled amounts of awesome. <laughs> yes, little flakes of awesome. <laughs> flakes. <laughs> All right, so this show, uh, we're going to talk about, as usual, the state of the clan. There's quite a bit to talk about there since uh, we've had a three, four-month hiatus. Uh, roster updates and the new clan wars with ghosts. Um, then we're going to talk about company fails and unprepared product releases. Now, as you may assume, we may be talking about new consoles. We're going to refrain from that. (laughs) We'll be talking about uh, mostly titles uh, that have come out unprepared. And then lastly, we'll follow it up with uh, what we've been playing, you know, other than COD. We could have a real short conversation if we just talk about launches that were successful. (laughs) <laughs> let's let, let's start with the the state of the clan first and the and then we'll get right into that uh so there has been like there always is with a new con title a huge influx of people joining the clan um from october till today we've had 46 applicants on the xbox side and that includes 360 and xbox one and uh surprisingly uh right in the same neck of the woods we've had 44 playstation players so i'm happy to see some more playstation folks uh, hop on board finally absolutely i was really beginning to worry there for a little bit because the the playstation side seemed to be really stagnant but uh yeah, I think the the PlayStation Four played a big part in in being the defibrillator. <laughs> well, and I think also, um, you know, let's let's be honest. Uh, you know, Treyarch really didn't support the PlayStation side of the house that well, um, so there was a lot of frustration uh, with that re- with that console release. So it was it. I experienced that, and uh, it was it was funny. It's just about about all you can really say about it. Does the rhetorical question is does Treyarch support anything really? <laughs> MLG baby, MLG. Yes. So uh, I'm not sure where we want to start. We're going to go into 
the roster updates and clan wars, or should we, I think we should uh, recap? Yeah, let's jump into that. Well, let's, let's, do, let's talk about the uh, the clan war stuff. I, I, I'd like to get caught up to speed. I haven't played. I didn't play any clan wars, and I really haven't played a whole lot of uh, of Call of Duty, to be honest. So update me on that stuff. All right. Well, how the I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, but I'm not going to, I think I'm going to say that you're not missing much, <laughs> but no, it, it, to give ghosts the benefit of the doubt, in my opinion, it is fundamentally a better game than black ops two, because number one, I think everyone will agree the hit detection is way better, leaps and bounds better than it was in Black Ops 2. So I would rather have uh, the connectivity part, that fundamental, rock solid, before I see any bells and whistles or, you know, them trying to break the mold, so to speak. You know, I want the fundamental sound before you go try impressing me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's absolutely correct. You know, if you can, if you can take care of uh, hit detection, if you can take care of uh, the connection and, you know, as little lag as possible, um, you know, then, then, then you can, then you can build from there. So with my experience, the game plays much better as far as you know what you're shooting actually is what you're shooting um on the downside i think everyone will also agree that it seems that the game it, for a infinity ward game especially it is much faster paced as far as uh time to kill you know in modern warfare 3 <clears throat> that game was like playing chess <laughs> compared to ghosts <laughs> <laughs> So the time to kill is much faster, but I think they try to compensate that with uh, excessive map size. So I'm not, uh, I don't know, I griped about it a little bit, and I, I have about 30 hours played now. And uh, overall, I, I like I like the game. I, I think it's better than Black Ops 2. Uh, I sort of miss some of the kill streaks a little bit, because the, the ones in Ghosts, whether you're Assault or support i don't know they're just kind of meh to me they're not uh that all that impressive nothing overly <laughs> extravagant no i mean it's not like when in black ops 2 you're pulling 100 kills with swarms and emps and warthogs <laughs> i don't even know what those are i never had them uh, i never got to call them in i had them called on me many times but as far as uh, like rubber banding or anything like that, I've never seen that so far in Ghosts. Uh, there are times where the game seems to play normal, but you know that the connection's not not right on your end. As far as I mean, it's favoring the other team, but uh, it, you can't see that other than the gunfights that you're losing that you that you believe you should have won. Right. What about the uh, what about about the gunfights you were winning, but you know you should have lost? Can you feel it that much? Uh, I would say it's not as bad as Black Ops. To me, Black Ops, it was like clear as day when you had some crazy connection advantage. You're just hip fire spraying and you're just mowing them down. It's it's very very rare that I saw that in Ghosts, but. Uh, uh, overall, like I said, 
it, it's probably I give it a B minus. In Black Ops Two, I'd probably give it a D plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime in, in the clear indication uh, when we would play together that lag was favoring us is if you saw me with twenty five and twelve or something like that. You know something's really screwed up. <laughs> yeah, everyone's wondering if you you had a a stunt player hop in stunt cock. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, but to get back to your question about uh, clan wars and clan ops and all that, it's completely redone and revamped in this COD. Uh, first and foremost, come the new year, the the elite website that we've been so fond of is going bye bye, and to replace that, Beachhead has been hired to develop a Call of Duty app and. I'm sure anyone who's had fun dealing with this application, you can you can uh, probably say that you wanted to rage and bust your phone or tablet or whatever you're using. <laughs> so anyhow, the, uh, your squad mates, your clan, uh, it, it, everything that you did in Elite is now done through the Call of Duty app. But with the one significant piece missing, in my opinion, is game stats. You can't look up any of your previous game stats now. And if you think somebody is playing shenanigans, you can't look them up either and see you know their previous past games. Just watch them go 20, 30, and 0, four games in a row to know that there's something up. Sure. Well, can't you go in and, and look at it in theater? Oh, never mind. yep so theater's gone the biggest difference is um the previous challenges that we're used to or accustomed to like uh, most caps most defends most kill well most confirms etc etc those are gone now you have uh, uh objective points there's like a portion of a world map and there's nodes uh, and every node is a different game mode and you have to win so many of the of that game mode to rack up wins and each game mode has its own uh, designated target to take that objective and uh, the, the first one was real rough. <laughs> it, it was, there's no denying that because nobody had any idea how it worked and we weren't getting answers and the app was garbage and half the time it would work and half the time it wouldn't. And, uh, so, and we ended up placing platinum division in on 360 Ouch. and, that, and, uh, and I think we ended up third on the first clan ops, and uh, and that seemed decent. It didn't it didn't seem that bad. Just that we couldn't get organized enough to attack the objectives we needed to. Right. <clears throat> so then the the second one just started, and now they changed it all around. The, basically, there's some formula or black magic based on how many people in are in your clan as to how many wins you need to take an objective. Now, I really think they dropped the ball here because on paper that may sound like a ideal way to go, 
but that's the whole reason why you have clan size designations. Like with the elite, you had small, medium, large, or no, they call them uh, like light, medium, and heavy. And clans that were like 80 to 100 members right. were heavy. And right. so I think that they should have done it that way instead of try to dynamically change it. <clears throat> because what ended up happening is our roster had 98 people in it because we consolidated Xbox roster one and three for everybody who was going to play clan ops. And so we had 98 people. And then when this clan op hit like TDM, they wanted 400 wins to take it over. So that was not going to happen. Now, if you had each, each person, each person on the team when you win counts as a win, correct? Yeah, yes, that's right. I, it's not like you got to win four hundred matches. Yep. So if you had six hundred or six people, every game you won was six wins to your tally. Um, but even if you have ninety-eight in your roster and only twenty are playing, that is an uphill battle, big time. Yes. But if you had a hundred people playing, you know it's not that bad. So if we just got the crappy end of the stick on that, you know, some people, uh, some people were hardcore about the clan war and some people were, you know, on the fence about it and some people didn't give a shit and that's perfectly fine. But (laughs) since they made these changes, the people who are interested in it are taking a huge penalty for the people that aren't. And so with that said, we created, (laughs) as soon as we consolidated rosters, we created a new one. (laughs) (laughs) So there is quote unquote over 30 clan on the Xbox side, which is the roster I created and imported from elite to ghosts when you could, uh, set that up ahead of time before they came out with the app. And th- I'm calling that the shenanigans roster. That's just the, the you know, effigy Friday guys and the play for fun. And then uh, Winners is running the exclusive Ghosts Clan Wars roster. And that is going to make up the most active players and if you want to take a break then you're going to be taken out and if you want in you got to be in to play and you know so on and so forth and then there is an ex- now I don't know the name that one is called over 30 clan clan wars or over 30 clan ghosts war I can't remember I have to check the forum to be sure. <laughs> it slips my mind. <laughs> You're going to need a spreadsheet to keep up with the name. I used to have a spreadsheet. <laughs> just, just, call it, just call it the Darwin roster. Darwinism and its finest. It's the spiral of the fittest. And then, so anyhow, if that's the roster you want to be on, you need to get a hold of winners on the forum, uh, and, and he'll send you an invite. And then on the Xbox One, they're sort of doing their own thing for Clan Wars. We didn't combine the 360 Clan Wars guys with the Xbox One Clan War guys because we were afraid we were going to run into the same boat that we'd be overpopulated in no time and have to split it again anyhow. So uh, the, the Xbox One is run by Vids Junkie 
and it's called Over 30 Clan X1 or Xbox One. I can't remember. I should have looked this shit up before the show. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, honestly, I, I think I like this that kind of setup because, I mean, you know, some people want to go hard, and some people are more serious than others. And, it, you know, it, yeah, it I, gives, you, gives you the opportunity to still take part in the clan wars at whatever involvement you want to be. And you don't have to feel obligated to, you know, grind for four hours a day for, you know, four days during the, during the clan war. Right. I, I think logically it makes sense. You know, some people seemed a little upset on the forum, but the thing to remember is, I mean, nobody wants to be excluded. Nobody likes that feeling, but it's, it's not, don't think of it as an exclusion. It's just sort of filing papers, you know, <laughs> if you want to be, uh, it, it just, it, to me, it just makes sense. It, we're forced to do it this way because of the way clan wars is set up essentially. It's not a, it's not a skill thing. It's a time commitment thing. Exactly. You know, if you, it doesn't matter if you have a 0.5 KD, but if you're going to play ghosts, you know, four hours a day plus, you know, or 20 to whatever hours a week, then, you know, that Clan Wars roster is the one you need to be on because you're going to be always be on and available and people can pick you up if they need to, you know, but if you're going to play a couple hours a week, then the shenanigans roster is probably for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And the idea, the idea for us goes back to Modern Warfare 3 is that the Clan Wars is what really pulled us all together and gave us, you know, some semblance of purpose other than, you know, just general asshattery and pub stomping, which is, you know, which is my favorite thing. I mean, everybody knows that that's about all I do. <laughs> I'm just as competitive as the next guy, and I really liked Clan Wars and Imbub 3. And I think they absolutely dropped the ball in Black Ops 2, trying to press league play over clan play. And uh, I think Infinity Ward tried to fix that. And God, I don't know why. They need to get rid of Beachhead. Beachhead has got to be the absolute worst company in the world. <laughs> imagine, imagine how great it would have been in Black Ops 2 if they had clan wars and doing the caps and defends on hardpoint, that would be insane. That would have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I don't know, I'm not, I guess it's a tough transition because we did good the old way, and the new way has been rough. <laughs> but, well, I, think, I think it's just, it's just a matter of, of learning the rules, that which they obviously did a really good job of explaining. Yeah, yeah, and the thing is, the rules aren't the same from game to game. <laughs> Between the first one and the second war, they, they completely changed it up, so they don't even know what they're doing. So it's kind of hard for us to know. Well, when it came to when it, when I'm reading on the forums, and I see that that somehow, some way, they're counting wins um, in the what is it, the clan ops deal, the play of the bots. Oh yes, so that's. If those yeah. were counting as wins, they didn't, really didn't think that whole thing through before they launched it and kicked it off. Yeah, but, that was you know. a huge fail. And so if you didn't know, what happened was in the first clan war that kicked off for ghosts, um, let's say, let's use Blitz as the, as the node you're trying to capture. If you played six people 
in uh what is the the first game mode in uh squads i'm trying to remember what it's called whatever that first one is where you can play six against the ai and you would get six wins so i mean you could blow them out of the water so so we kind of got a little screwed in that regard because that bug came out and you know we blew the horns and told them all about it and it was allegedly resolved and now in the second clan war you see this clan you know seven sins and they've got like 600 wins and i'm thinking to myself i i don't know about that it seems a little fishy and so yeah and so (laughs) so i started to look at their roster and the number one guy's got a 20 kd and i'm thinking okay obviously that's not legit and obviously, it, 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 I don't know, it's not a fluke because it shows, it, it's not like he played one game because it shows like, you know, 50 hours played and he's got a 20 KD. <clears throat> and so then uh, I don't think that clan is affiliated with the Seven Sense Forum, which is a forum dedicated to discovering hacks and glitches for games. But but I decided to look anyhow, and that's when I found that you, I think that you can play 6v6, clan against clan, and then if you choose one side to forfeit, boom, you got six instant wins. And it, unless the rare occasion, it happens to host migrate an entire team, which is extremely rare. Right. So and I think losses, losses don't count against you, so therefore you can just pick another clan that you're that's not in your pod okay that's cool Ooh, i would do that yeah it was my ass off yeah i think that's what they were doing and so i I let them all know you know all the to-dos at uh infinity ward and all that but i don't know if that's been resolved or not when's the next one or is the last one over when's the next one uh you know i haven't even looked on my phone i think there's a day or two left on this one and and I think they run five to seven days, and so this one will be uh, ending this weekend, I think, or right before the weekend. I just stopped giving a shit. <laughs> 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 I was really fired up for for uh, clan ops or clan wars, and then uh, it just <laughs> it really disappointed me. <laughs> Not not the participation in the clan, just how they decided to to run it, and it just I don't I don't think it favors us, you know, who play mostly on occasion and don't grind out, you know, the other eight hours of the day that we have that we're not working or dealing with family or chasing hookers, yeah, and doing blow. <laughs> Yes, well, I thought that was I thought that was what everybody did at five o'clock. <laughs> so, we that's a good transition point about company fails. Obviously, we had Beachhead and their miserable fail of a Call of Duty app, which we've been begging for a web portal instead of using that piece of shit app. And uh, there's been no word of that yet, but I think, I don't know. I don't know if you keep the pressure up, if they'll fold. I don't think so because I think all their time's wrapped up trying to fix that piece of shit app. I, I don't understand why it would be 
app only and not integrated on the web or I mean that just I, I like the forward thinking stuff that's really cool but you know at least give you know PC functionality yeah it, it don't basically they put all their eggs in one basket and that was the mobile platform yeah it, yeah I mean you know what is what is a new launch in the tech industry without a failed launch <laughs> exactly it's like i'm looking uh, at you dice right now i'm looking at you <laughs> with the evil monkey <laughs> pointing my finger <laughs> yes right in your chest oh goodness that that you talk about rage inducing that uh, that's been uh that really um makes you want to kill puppies yeah this uh battlefield 4 launch has been extremely extremely disappointing uh basically you know both you and i have and horst uh, it basically you know the whole crew that we play with has got the same issue and that's that the fucking game hard locks our consoles on certain maps it, yeah. that's my number one gripe and so essentially the game's not even playable it, it you know it's a flawed product that doesn't deliver what it's supposed to deliver the game doesn't work in my opinion not to mention all of the flaky bugs and stuff like the one-shot kills and uh oh my god i don't know how many times i gotta mention the reload animation and it's i don't think it was listed on their uh little uh well, what do they call that today? Their bu- console headquarters bug tracker thing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so the game is bad. If you haven't bought Battlefield 4 yet, I would highly recommend not buying it until these issues are resolved. And again, I'm going to go with my, my uh, example that if a title goes on sale 30 days after it's been released, there's a problem. There's a big problem. And the last uh, Assassin's Creed did that, and that game was full of bugs that never fixed. And Battlefield 4 is like that immensely. Well, not only was it on sale, it was almost, it was like half off. It was like for $25, $30. Yeah, I think you can get it for twenty nine ninety nine right now in some, some locations. It's insane. And you know what? They, they deserve it. They, it yeah, I got the beta, and I played the beta, and, and I didn't have as many problems as, as other people did, but I could definitely see that there were massive, massive problems within the beta. And, of course, you know, we get the typical line, hey, it's a beta, it's a beta, you know, it's they're always going to be flawed. It's always going to be flawed. Okay, great. I understand that. So, launch day comes, and here we are. It's worse than the fucking beta. Yeah, I've beta never... Bigger than this. I've never beta tested a game where there were more bugs in the production than the beta, and Battlefield 4 did that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's it's extremely frustrating, and, and, you know, shame on me for, for buying into the hype. You know, I wasn't around, I, I didn't play Battlefield 3, but apparently it was very much very similar, and, you know, I, that just get, gets to a, a larger point of... You know, we've gotten to the point to where we are conditioned to forgive because, hey, it's just a, you know, it's it's a launch. You know, it'll it'll get into shape in you know thirty days or so. And fuck that. 
I buy a product, I want to use it. Yeah, you don't buy a car and then find out later that they're going to give you the tires two or three weeks later, or they're going to give you the interior two or three weeks later. <laughs> I mean, even think of it like a, a, another $60 purchase, like a, like a coffee machine or something like that. Okay, so I buy the coffee machine, and then I don't have the little thing to pour the coffee itself into. But, you know, hey, they'll ship it to me later. Don't worry, there'll be an update. There'll be an update. You know, <laughs> yeah, if you don't yeah. like it, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't buy it. Well, hey, it's too fucking late. Yeah, exactly. You nailed the the nail on the head there. And the the worst thing, worst thing about Battlefield, is that despite the crashes, in those moments in between crashes in our thirty minute games that we play, when I'm not getting killed by three hundred tickets, um, it's a really good game. Yeah, if the game w- was again, as I mentioned before, if the fundamentals of the game were work, it worked and weren't flawed or bugged, it's a great game. But because you can't just play the game without it fucking up, it's a terrible game, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, there's a foundation to build on. This advanced beta that we're playing, you know, shows hope. You know, fucking wake me up whenever they come with the uh, the regular build, the real release. You know, <laughs> now that I've now that I've bought the game and I've bought premium beforehand, um, you know, anytime they want to release the real game, and you know, hey, we were just trolling you guys just to see what you'd put up with. <laughs> Thank you, dice. Suck it. Now give me some dinosaurs, assholes. Yeah. yeah, earlier, uh, I just want to clarify, you said you didn't play BF3. You mean you didn't play the beta, right? No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, get, I didn't get BF3 at launch. I got it uh, this summer, um, you know, after it's been out for, you know, a year, what, year and a half. It's been out for, you know, it was out for a year, so it was pretty fine-tuned, and I loved it. Yes, I have to bust your balls for buying premium on Battlefield 4 so early. <laughs> I have not, and I refuse to until the game is fixed. No, I, I would, I would absolutely, um, I would uh, downvote you for doing so. <laughs> you know what I suggested to to EA today on Twitter? I said, you know what? If you want to save face, you need to discount premium right now. They should. They should. The one small thin silver lining to this is at least EA told DICE to fucking stop everything you're doing for DLC and fix the core fundamental issues right now. So hopefully in a month (laughs) it'll be taken care of, but by that time the game would have been out for two and a half months. (laughs) Yeah, well, and and I can... I can tell that they're they're at least trying to divert some attention from the uh, from their uh, what you call it their DLC the China Rising stuff because when I go in and look at the servers I'm looking at the servers right now on their on their uh, on their deal on uh, on my desktop and there are six live servers two of them are empty on Rush um, three Conquest and one TDM. <laughs> so they're obviously not pushing that very much um, because normally it would be wide open and there would be you know dozens of uh, China Rising servers. The, the last time I looked, which was probably four or five days ago, in the in-game store, the only thing listed was premium. I didn't see the individual China Rising. 
Well, it's still they're still in that phase. You know, like if, if whenever you get whenever you get Battlefield Four Premium, they launch DLC two weeks early for premium members. Oh, that's right, I forgot. So there actually is a tangible benefit for being premium, other than stupid fucking camos or uh, dog tags or whatever e-peen trinket of the day is. <laughs> the e-peen trinket of the day. Yeah, you get to test out the buggy DLC before anyone else. <laughs> exactly. You could be our our little freaking mice. Get on that <laughs> wheel, bitch. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, Let's just recap real quick. <clears throat> These are the bugs that I see in the game and the things that should have been fixed in beta and never seen in production. <clears throat> Number one, crash in the console. And this this is on 360, and I've heard people that it happens on Xbox One, so it's not just the old generation boxes. It's on multiple platforms. Well, uh, it's also doing the, it's crashing the shit out of PC. And if it's crashing the shit out of PC, which is their flagship, their flagship audience, um, you know, that that's where everybody else is fucked after that. And on 360, I mean, it's like a hard lock. Like you have to get up and press the power button. The Xbox button doesn't do anything. You're completely cut off on your party chat, everything. You're dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, would be the uh, server match filtering. It doesn't work. It flat out doesn't work. You can, it, it, yeah, it, it works in the sense where if you tell the game type or map, it may work, but it, it doesn't at all filter by the number of free player slots. And, <laughs> and, and so you'll sit there and say, don't show me games that are full and you'll get 50 fucking pages of full servers. Which brings me to my next point in Battlefield 3. When you search for a server, you could simply bump up on the stick and it would take you to the bottom of the list. That is not in Battlefield 4. So you get to hold the stick down for about 30, 40, 50 seconds to scroll through, you know, fucking 50 to 100 pages of servers that wouldn't filter correctly just so you can find one. Yep. And then in a tangent to that would be the inability to join on friends in the game. If the game is full, sometimes and I can understand there being a little buffer there if some people are bouncing in and out of the game and it, and it thinks that it's full and it's not. But if the server's full and it doesn't have a commander, you're supposed to have the option to join as commander. And instead what you get is there are no free commander slots. So then what I got to fucking do is let's say that you're in, you know, Zovad and the server number is one, five, three, three. I have to go through the fucking server browser, filter on Zovad and look for one, five, three, three so that I can hit fucking X and join as commander. If the server's full, (laughs) there is no other way to join your game than what I just explained. Yeah, yeah, but I will I will give them credit it, after they get all this shit fixed. I will give them credit on their web application because I can do I can browse the open servers, and then I can actually join from the web, and it takes me into the game on my console, which is a really cool feature. 
Yes, I will totally give them props. Battlelog is better than ever. Battlelog should be where the bar is set. It should be the template to use. Beachhead should take a fucking page out of their book because Battlelog... I don't think I have a single complaint about Battlelog. It's very easily laid out. It's easy to find whatever it is you're looking for. And number one, it fucking works. When you log in, you can log in and it fucking works. You get your stats. You can look up other people. You know, you can look up your previous matches and games. You can post those results to the battle feed. You can open your battle packs from the web app on PC. Not you don't have to do it in game. So I mean, my definitely hats off for Battle Log. I can I can actually change my entire loadout from battle log on my laptop and click save and then immediately changes in the game which is unbelievable i mean that's it's great there's a lot of good things going for it but the bad shit is just so bad well again it's bad because we're just supposed to accept it as a finished product and it is not that i mean plain and simple it's not finished it's it's barely brushed nickel right now versus polished chrome <laughs> and you know what i would be completely fine with it. if they if they set it up in a tiered system like arma 3 did like arma 3 rolled out their beta and they're still in beta but they had they had different different phases of it in for different areas that you came in in the beta then you started paying certain amounts like so to to get into like towards the end of the beta you paid twenty dollars to be able to do that or you can do it from their alpha build which was way back when um you paid like i think 60 or 80 dollars or something like that to be able to start you know back in the springtime to be able to do that now if they wanted to do something like that for for these games i would be all for it you know, you set a release date, say, just arbitrarily uh, Black Friday. So you, you launch the alpha in March, and people can decide if they want to jump in there. And if they do, then you pay $80 for it, and then you get all these premium benefits for it, understanding that you're paying, okay, this is an alpha build, and it's going to change significantly. And then, you know, beta comes in around, um, say, July, and then advanced beta comes it comes out in at the end of September or something like that, and they're all three tier pricing. Um, but the fact that that here we are playing what amounts to a freaking beta, paying sixty to you know one hundred and ten dollars for with premium added, I mean that's just insane. And I don't know, I, I, I I'm disappointed in the fact that we as consumers just accept it. So this is the this is the last game I pre-order and premium before fucking playing it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I am totally done with pre-ordering. I don't pre-order shit anymore. <laughs> I want there, my five dollars back. Yeah, there is no benefit in my opinion to pre-order. Uh, I would rather sit back and wait a week or two to see how it pans out to make sure that. You don't have another BF4 in your hands. <laughs> and then uh, play. Black Ops 2, their launch was almost exact same, um, especially on PlayStation 3. That's that's when it hard-locked my, fr- my freaking console every match. So let's get away from complaining now. <laughs> let's talk about some good stuff. So what's some good stuff out there? Um, yes. What have you been playing, my friend? I've been, oh, I've been playing my ass off. 
you know, I've I've I played Assassin's Creed four or fifteen or whatever the fuck it is by now. Black, uh, flag. Black flag. That that is a really awesome game. Um I I really, really enjoyed that. If you're an Assassin's Creed fan, uh I highly recommend it. A thousand times better than the giant sandbox with cat turds of uh black the what was it revolution whatever with the fucking connor okay that's what i was gonna ask was it, it, please tell me that it's leaps and bounds better than that game a thousand, a thousand times better a thousand times better okay um, so ubisoft has has saved their face then right yeah yeah and it's gonna it's gone a little bit of a different direction with the with the really the big focus on uh on the naval battles that that right there is i mean it's almost like a, it's a completely different game um it, it's the naval battles is unbelievable and i can only imagine what it looks like on pc and on the uh the next gen consoles just because how good it looks on this current gen you know hats off to those guys and uh and the guys over at um at rockstar for being able to squeeze so much out of this last hurrah really um because the game it just looks phenomenal it could run a heck of a lot smoother you know the frame rate really drags at different points but the the naval battles is just unbelievable yeah i think oh, and, go ahead i was gonna say mild spoiler alert at the beginning of the the game doesn't start like ac3 did in that you don't have to go for a freaking hour before you actually get some action you jump into the game and you just start doing assassin shit. Oh, that is my biggest pet peeve are like drawn out tutorials that you're forced to do or can't skip. Yes. I didn't I did not care for going into a theater and climbing up the balcony and stabbing one guy and then walking out <laughs> and then sitting on a boat for a fucking hour. Yeah, I think uh I honestly think their direction there was they they saw the reception of the the small portion of naval battle that you had in the last Ace, uh, Assassin's Creed, and I th yeah. and I think that they just spur the moment. I, I honestly don't believe that their the intentions were to go naval exclusive until they saw the reaction people had, and I think they went this route sort of as a, a small side segue to give them time to work on the main story that I, I think that they started to ruin in the last game. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, this, this really isn't the, um, you know, it did, it didn't have the draw of the story, you know, something about something about AC two and uh, brotherhood, you know, the story was great. The league character was great. Ezio was fun to play and he was kind of a badass. Um, and a pimp, which was always fun. <laughs> I think any AC fan is going to say Ezio is, is the best uh, uh, main character. Absolutely, and and you know his uh, requiescat in pace after he kills every after he assassinates everybody. That's just that's just bad. You gotta you gotta have some kind of kick ass saying when you kill people. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's the number one rule of action movies, right? You gotta have your uh, gotta have and your you death, death line. You got to walk away from your explosions. <laughs> That's right. It's slow motion. <laughs> mm -hmm. But no, I, I highly, highly recommend um, AC4. It's 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 a real fun game.
So that's Nuke's pick for uh, the month. Yeah, well, and you know, I've I've gone back and playing some playing some older games with uh, with what is it the games for gold, and also I have uh, PS Plus, and I've been able to get some really entertaining games. Um, let's see what are, what I got. I got uh, Uncharted Three. Um, what's oh, I got the other day on uh, on Xbox Live? I got Dark Souls. Um, for I think four bucks, and I got LA Noir for five bucks. Wow, um, you know, so I've, I've got a backlog on the 360 with games that I just have barely even touched. I got The Witcher over there, and I've I still haven't finished Crisis and Crisis 2 that I got earlier. Um, I think I've got what is it, Halo 3 that I've barely played, also. Um, it's it's I will tell you this it is a very good time uh if you like video games because you can get deals left and right um and of course if you have if you've got PC like like you got with Steam I mean shit it's unbelievable yeah I want to make sure to point this out that if you ever transition to PC or ever decide to download and install Steam or buy a game on Steam add any game you have the slightest interest in to your wish list on Steam because they will notify you via email when that game goes on sale and I have gotten some incredible deals that way absolutely I got absolutely. I bought Skyrim legendary edition which was I think retailed for 79 or 89 dollars and I got it for 29 bucks Wow, that's unbelievable. And then uh, I just recently bought uh, Civilization Five, which I've had my eye on for a long time, but I just couldn't stand see. I couldn't see myself spending sixty bucks on like a real time simulator or, or a turn based simulator game like that. And so it just recently went on sale. I got the gold version for twenty nine bucks, and uh, love the hell out of that game. It is. I don't know. I know we don't have a lot of PC players, but if you ever played like Red Alert or uh, any of those turn-based war games, it, it, this Civ Five completely dwarfs those games in size. It, it, this is the longest game I have ever played. That's <laughs> turn-based simulation war. It, my first game, I think I played eight or ten hours straight. I could see that. I could definitely see that. And you start you start like like primitive tribal cavemen practically, and then by the by the end you're fucking launching nukes and shooting lasers and stuff. So <laughs> I had some fun beating up on some AI. Plus you can play multiplayer, which I haven't done yet. Uh, <clears throat> and then let's see some other games I've played. Uh, I got to give props to State of Decay again especially on Xbox. That game was originally an Xbox game, and they ported it to PC. And if you like zombie survival-type stuff, I would highly recommend State of Decay. It's it's just one of those games that is just fun to pick. It's a good filler pickup game, you know, when you just want to play something different. and It's always fun. I've never had... Uh, a bad experience playing that game. Uh, State, I would highly recommend State of Decay. And I also tried out uh, How to Survive, which I think is PC only. 
it's another survival game, uh, zombie survival. It, it's sort of a third-person overview, uh, uh, sort of like how the old Ultima uh, games were. And the meta scores weren't that great on that game, but, you know, I had a lot of fun playing it. It had, it had some crafting in it, and you could create some wicked-ass weapons in that game. Make your own chainsaws and shit and uh, make your own guns. And uh, the, the graphics weren't stellar, but it, I, I had a lot of fun. It was only like 10 or $12. And uh, I've always had this rating system that I use myself is basically the enjoyment per dollar that you get for the game. Now, if I paid 60 bucks for that game, I wouldn't call it a good game. But since I paid $10 for it, I, I enjoy the hell out of it. I think it's a great value. A lot of fun, you know, the, the fun values there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then, no, uh, I think it's, I think it's, a, I think it's a, an ideal way to be able to look at, look at games. Um, like that game crackdown that I got free on uh, 360. Um, that's not a game that I would care to spend you know, 60 bucks for or $50 for, but you know, Hey, I got it for free after I played it. I'd like, I'd pay, I'd pay 10 bucks for that. Yeah. I think they're going to start seeing more of that with, uh, the cloud-based offerings and more digital downloads in like we've been seeing with games with gold. I think you're going to start seeing better deals. You know, you can have your product sit on the shelf for 12 months at full retail price and not have it move because you spent all that money in packaging and marketing and uh, printing the discs and all that. Or you can just serve it up digitally and put it on sale. And I think you're going to start seeing that a lot more. I hope so. What else I mean, do you were saying? Some more, some more stuff that you're playing. Oh yeah, dude. I have been a gaming machine lately. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got uh, Far Cry 3 free with a video card purchase. I, I built my kids uh, like a mid-level gaming rig so they would stop using my machine. <laughs> and, uh, and so when I bought the video card, I got two free games. Uh, the The first one I chose was Far Cry 3, and then the second one I chose was uh, Dirt 3, because I figured my kids would enjoy a, a, a racing game like that. And uh, Dirt 3 is... I'm a racing fanatic. I love racing sims like Forza and Gran Turismo, and uh, Dirt 3 is definitely a good game it's it's a different game because this is rally car racing you know there's a lot of drifting it is not your traditional racing game there's definitely a, a learning curve <laughs> uh, and, and so then, look, you're saying that i couldn't play it um if you turned all the assists on which basically you just press the gas pedal and the car goes around the track for you <laughs> you'd be good I to go yeah i would find a way to wreck it <laughs> end up on its top yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I've been having a lot of fun with Far Cry Three. I know that game's been out a little bit, but I would highly recommend that game too. Uh, I'm playing it on PC, but uh, that game is a lot of fun. I will fanboy Far Cry Three forever because it's it's one of my favorite games I've played in the last few years. I absolutely love it. And then finally, I have one more. Uh, other well, I've been playing Skyrim, but I haven't played that in a, in a while. Like I said, I got that on on sale, and uh, I've been I kind of probably have a hundred hours in the Skyrim. But uh, I, I sort of got bored with it and started playing other titles. But the the last title that I just started 
playing is called uh, Terra Terra Rising T E R A, and it's a okay. uh, it's a free to play uh, MMORPG uh, on PC, and uh, this I guess the best way to describe it is like World of Warcraft with with one without a lot of children. And two, it fixed all of the nuances that I couldn't stand when I did play World of Warcraft years ago. You know, all the aesthetics for, you know, with with PC, you have a lot more options with menus and controls. And so it should they should make that simple and customizable and with world of warcraft it, it wasn't you had to constantly rely on third party but uh this terrorizing is a 30 gig download and it's a free-to-play mmorpg uh it, it is a lot of fun so far it, it doesn't seem to be uh, a lot of people but then again the world is gigantic i only have maybe one or two nights into playing it but uh if you have a pc it runs on the unreal engine so you don't need a huge power powerhouse PC to play it. But if you're into MMOs, uh, I would highly recommend it. I mean, you can't go wrong with a free game. And uh, they offer a VIP service, which, you know, only offers you some shortcuts. But it's not like a deal breaker where somebody who decides to pay can completely stomp your ass. Right. So it's uh, that that is another game that I highly recommend if you if you like MMOs. You know what game that we've played recently that we haven't even touched on? What's GTA Five. Oh my God! Yeah, how did I forget all about that? <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe the frustrations from their multiplayer launch um, might have uh, overshadowed how much I really enjoyed the single player. Yeah, I will. I will give Rockstar a gimme on that because that's really their first online attempt for GTA. And secondly, the story and campaign was so awesome that I can, you know, I was, I wanted to finish the story before I even attempted the online. And so they gave me a couple weeks uh, to do that while they were working on multiplayer. And it, it is, that game is worth full price in my opinion all day long. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, after as disappointing as some of the issues were um, with the multiplayer, you know, after a few weeks, I did get used to it, but I didn't buy that game for its multiplayer. Multiplayer was thrown in for me personally, so I I don't. It doesn't ruin the uh, the experience on the um, on the campaign, which was unbelievable. Right. I also really like how they tied the campaign characters into the multiplayer. I really like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could spend, uh, I, I know a lot of people, uh, video game reviewers, um, didn't like spending much time with Trevor, but shit, that was my favorite character. That's one of my favorite characters that I've played in a long time. Oh, all the way, dude. Trevor is definitely my favorite. <laughs> I'd have to say Michael is my least favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, when I went and finished it and replayed the endings, um, I killed him. <laughs> I killed Spoiler him Spoiler alert. I'm not, that's, that's just what I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I killed him. Yeah. I just like him so much. I think I'll go back and play it so I can kill him. 
but they they uh I mean they hit on everything. It's it's massive, of course, but the the fact that I could change instantly between characters in the same world and then run into the character that I just changed from. It's just so many different things you can do in that and you can get lost in the single player forever. Yeah, that's what I like most about that game is and I really like the 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 cell phone picture thing because it sort of for a little while there became like our thing in the clan to take selfies of all the yeah. funny shit that we find in the game because yeah. you know Rockstar puts endless amounts of detail in, in, into that game and <laughs> and I'm sure there's plenty of stuff we still haven't found yet. Oh, easily. And when they did, when multiplayer did get up and running, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We can get our entire group and just go and do whatever the hell we wanted to do. Um, I'm really looking forward to whatever they finally release, the heists. Yeah, the, the even though it had its quirks, uh, the, the things I really liked about the multiplayer early on were that you could you could play in your own like dedicated node if you wanted with your right. clan mates or whoever, and so I like that aspect of it. And uh, the the only thing that I really didn't like about it was was the bugginess early on to get on and then the delay of the heists because i think that was the number one or one of the top two reasons people wanted to play was for the heists yeah yeah i mean that was that was one of the big selling points of it and of course that's the reason why you wanted to get as much money as fast as possible so you could upgrade your apartment to get the planning room and it never happened. But, you know, hey, it's supposed to be coming up, and they're going to be releasing DLC for this for quite a while. Hell, they're probably not going to release another GTA game for six years. Next up, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Or Red Dead Redemption's Redemption. That's another game that's on my list that I still got to try and fit into play, is Red Dead Redemption, as well as The Witcher, and as well as... Uh, uh, what is the PlayStation exclusive survival game? Oh, The Last of Us? Yeah, The Last of Us. Oh, I want to play that game so bad. I'll probably end up buying a used PlayStation just to play it. You could probably get a used PlayStation for like 30 bucks, 50 bucks now. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, what, you, can get, you can get like a small one for 100 bucks, one with a small hard drive on it. Yeah, I only really want it for that game. I, they have like uh, petitions and everything. The the PC players are like really trying to lobby them hard to port that game to PC. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't played yet either. And I'm I'm waiting for you know good prices. And I, I've seen some out there. I'm, survival stuff's not usually my cup of tea, but it looks like a cool game. And plus, you know, hell for you, it would be worth it to get a cheap. To get a cheap uh, PlayStation 3 seat, just so you can go back and play some of the exclusives that they had. They don't have a ton of them, but I mean, I I think I would recommend Uncharted and The Last of Us for sure. That'd be well worth a cheap PlayStation. I'm trying to look up to see what the latest news is on the heists. And as of November 10th, this news article says it quotes Rockstar saying that it's still in the works but I can't find anything newer than uh, November 10th so I think uh, they released something something just a couple of days ago um, 
talking about the first big story DLC coming up and then heist sometime in well, they released the stimulus, which was five hundred thousand dollars to basically <laughs> keep people quiet. <laughs> yeah, the only people got get interested in that were poor people. Come on, <laughs> don't you get, glitch, baby, glitch. Yeah, okay, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about that briefly. It, basically, there was a, a car glitch where you could uh, sell your car and then it would not be sold. You could return, turn around, and resell it over and over and over again. And in one day, I ended up with <laughs> I had eighteen million dollars, and then they did they did a rollback, and so I, I I was down to thirteen million. And you ended up with how much? I think I ended up with like eight million total. Yeah, and that was in literally like one hour's time. <laughs> I was pissed too because they patched one part of it by the time I got home after you had fifteen million dollars. I'm sitting there looking I'm sitting there looking at the GTA uh deal, their little website, and just looking at your character, I'm like, damn man. He just made $5 million in five minutes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, we were timing it. We were timing it. And I was making, uh, what was it? I can't a million dollars a minute. Yeah, like a million a minute or a million and a half a minute. Like, boss, I'm sick. I, I, I've got diarrhea. i got to go home. <laughs> but, you know, the, the only reason I wanted that much money was so that I never had to grind again. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because now I can go and shoot all the bullets and rockets and throw all the grenades I want and crash all the cars I want and not have to worry about it. <laughs> can afford um, many, many, many hospital bills. Yeah. Maybe buy a jet and some other stuff. Absolutely. So what new what games are coming out here soon or in the next next release cycle? Let's see. Yeah, let's take a quick look and talk about that. Um. Oh well, the first one, the most disappointing news is Destiny got pushed to September 9th. I'm very saddened to hear that. But caveat: if they release it clean, it's worth it. Yeah, exactly. I see Infamous Second Son for PlayStation 4, March 21st. Yeah, I haven't played. I haven't, I haven't played the uh, the Infamous series. I did. I did play a, a demo of it uh, a while back. Um, I just never bought it, but it looks cool. And it looks like a another Final Fantasy game, Final Fantasy fifteen, <laughs> and that's a TBA for twenty fourteen. And then, of course, you mentioned Destiny, September 9th. Dark Souls two for PC comes out March eleventh, which looks really, really cool. Really? They're releasing a Final Fantasy game for PlayStation 3? March 18th? X and X2 HD remastered. Yeah, I'm, I've never been a never been a Final Fantasy uh, person. Uh, when I was younger, I didn't mind that stuff. It's sort of, you know, the turn-based combat, but uh, it, it doesn't really interest me now. Yeah, uh, I, I can't get into it for some reason. It's just not my cup of tea. And then we got Titanfall, which is still slated for March 11th for Xbox One. Which is going to be, um, that could be, that could be uh, the next big thing. Um, I hope so. Then, hope again, a... it could, then again, it could be just like Crisis 3, because that was going to be the next big thing. But it's in the highly capable hands of the men who brought us Modern Warfare 2. 
Yes. So I think the problem with trying to beat Call of Duty is that the demo for Call of Duty is very finite. You know, I don't want to pigeonhole people, but most Call of Duty players are, they meet a a stereotype. (laughs) So to try and create a new shooter to pull those players away is going to be very, very difficult. Right. You know, I think I think they're going about it. I think they're going about it in a very good way um, in that aspect, because you're not going to out Call of Duty, Call of Duty. It, you, you're just not, no matter what game you come up with. Um, I think they're going to go with the, you know, the, the 60 frames per second, whatever, um, smooth shooter, but it's going to be different. And that's the thing that I like about it is it, it is different. It's completely different. You can get big ass giant mechs out there, and you can run on walls and do crazy shit, and it looks like it's real fast and real smooth. Yeah, it seemed to to me if I had to pick some games out now, it seemed like a mix between Halo and Battlefield. Yeah, that's what it looks like. If you took if you took like Halo and, and Battlefield and Call of Duty and had a big giant sweaty dripping orgy then you might get Titanfall. <laughs> the child of that would be Titanfall. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a demon seed. Um, but it looks it looks promising. And it, you know, I, I the thing is that I think you hit on it that the the demo with Titanfall or with the Call of Duty is just a little bit different because a big portion of the Call of Duty core only plays Call of Duty. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's, I mean, that's what they, that's great. But I just remember when, you know, when uh, Crisis came out and when it lead up to it, and, you know, the, the hype behind it. No, oh, it's going to be the COD killer. It's going to be the COD killer. It's going to be the COD killer. Because, you know, at that time, everybody was sick to death of Modern Warfare 3. Um, so this was going to kill COD. And people went and played it, and it was a lot of fun and a lot of fun. And then, you know, after that, the, you know, Hey, we don't like the cloak. We don't like the power, uh, the power shield and, you know, all this stuff. And the bow is stupid and it's OP and everything's OP and it takes too long to kill people. And, you know, if they just make it like call of duty in this way, in this way, then it'd be perfect. Well, that's, <laughs> that's not the point. And it's not call of duty. That's I always get this dumbfounded in the comparisons between battlefield and call of duty. I'm like, the only thing similar is they have guns. They're completely different <laughs> games. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, different uh, league there. Yeah, so it's, I think it's I think it's got a shot, um, but we'll see. You know, once you get once you get you know the community together and and doing what the community does, which is usually gang raping a, a game as soon as it comes out. Um, you know, will people take kindly to the mechs? How is that going to be balanced? How is the uh, how is it going to be with um, bot soldiers on the field at the same time as everybody else? That's an interesting concept, but you know, depends on how it plays. I hope they kick the shit out of whatever's out at that time just because of what Activision did to those guys. <laughs> it would be it would be sweet justice. Uh, that, that would be some, some justice right there. So as as far as uh, other titles out, uh, Thief for PC comes out the 25th of February. 
Uh, and a, a big one for PlayStation 4 is The Order 1886. Have you seen that? Yeah, and it looks really cool. Um, I'm willing to bet right now you're not going to see it in 2014. And if you do, <laughs> if you do it's going to be November. Um, but I'm, I'm, I would not be surprised if that's pushed spring of 2015. And then uh, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt for PC. That's a TBA for 2014. And then, hey, you know, if you're looking for Dragon Ball Z, The Battle of Z comes out on PlayStation 3, Q1 of 2014. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Q2. Oh, they're coming out with a Super Smash Brothers for Wii U, a TBA, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, that's right. They're, they're doing a... Uh, uh, they're doing a remake of what was that game that we got free on Xbox Gold? The where you could fart on people and uh, combat. No, no, no. <laughs> Come on, oh, they, dude. They were they were giving away you know games from two thousand Fable, 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 seventies. They're redoing Fable. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that's that's cool. <laughs> you know, I know you like Fable. In other words, you couldn't be less interested. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, hey, you know, I, Fable just, uh, I don't know, I just wasn't into, you know, earning achievements for holding some wench's hand. <laughs> it's an RPG. If you're not an RPG guy, then you're not an RPG guy. It's that simple. <laughs> like some RPGs. Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just because um, you don't like LARPing doesn't mean the rest of us don't. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I do not LARP. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I, I don't know, man. When you disappear for a couple of days, I'm sure you're doing that. Or maybe, <laughs> maybe rocking out at the nearest country lodge and doing some freaking furry convention stuff. <laughs> No furries around here, we get shot. <laughs> true, true. After dinner, Bubba, get it. <laughs> Squeal! Oh, and then uh, South Park, the Stick of Truth, is uh, dated for March 4th. I don't know if they're going to make that date. Uh, yeah, let's hope so, but uh, come on. Yeah. Hey, let's go ahead and bump it back again. Well, they got uh, the studio went out of business, and then the the IP got sold. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Let's see, Mario Kart. Nobody plays that. Well, I'm sorry. Seems to be like 14 billion people play it, but not on not nobody that I know. <laughs> well, now you do. I play that shit with my son, and we own. <laughs> well, it's true. It's a racing game. I don't know, but I'm not, I haven't ever been interested in the the Wii U and. Any of the Wii stuff. Well, you don't have kids, that's why. Well, very true. Very true. Very true. Elder Scrolls Online Q2. I wish they'd accept my fucking beta application so I could beta test that fucking thing. Didn't I, didn't I give you like a beta access or something like that? I thought I had a beta code for it. No, I don't remember. I know I've applied two or three times and I've never gotten a single email about it. Watch, I applied for it, and they'll probably give it to me because I don't really care. Once they <laughs> once they announced the subscription deal, that really kind of killed my game boner. Yeah, that's a if well, a lot of MMOs run that model, and uh, I think 
that that model is dying out. And I think you're good. A more up-to-date model would be microtransactions, sadly. But uh, that, that would at least give the casual player the ability to play the game for a, a small or no investment. Right. Well, I mean, how's how's that whole how's that whole subscription model working for uh, World of Warcraft right now? Aren't they bleeding like a million people a quarter? Well, yeah, dude. <laughs> In their prime, holy oh. shit! That game. Let's see. It was fifteen dollars a month or fourteen ninety five, and when I played years ago, I think their peak number was around fifteen million players. So <laughs> that's a lot of fucking coin. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the subscription model sounds cool. I mean, if you're if you know that that's what you're going to be committed to, but you know, I don't know. It's it's a tough sell for me. You know, I I might get it for a month. It looks really cool. The the premise of it's awesome. And that's uh, what 240 million dollars a month. At 15 million users at $15 a month. Jeez. And the game's been out for six years. I, I don't think that the subscription costs that in all countries, but still, it gives you an idea. Yeah. And then, let's see. Lastly, I see MLB 14 coming out, Q2, which probably no one will play. <laughs> I'll play it. I'll and play it. Tom like Clancy. It. Tom Clancy's got a game called The Division coming out, TBA. That looks unbelievable. Have you seen the the, um, the most recent uh, most recent trailer talking about? I think it's their Snowdrop engine or something like that. I've never heard the game before until just now. Oh yes, you have. You saw it. You saw it um, at I forget. It's either the PlayStation Four or the Xbox launch. Um, at their reveal deal. It's the one where it's in uh, New York or whatever. It's going to be massive world um, co-op play through the whole thing. Unbelievable graphics. Hmm. It doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> yeah, I'll, have send, I'll have to send you the link for that. But yeah, that's that's going to be a really cool game. That's one that I definitely have my eyes on as, as a truly next-gen experience that I think will really... Uh, capture what these new consoles are going to be able to do so let's let's end on that note because uh, we're over a little bit uh, what do you see which direction do you see yourself going uh, for the next gen honestly now that we're now that we're past launch um i'm not overly enthused to even go in next gen anytime soon i don't see anything Coming up in the very near future, um, you know, I was I was originally going to look at um, you know maybe January, uh, but I don't see anything that really pushes me to say I've got to have one of these consoles. I know you were kicking the idea around of uh, building a dedicated gaming rig, PC. Absolutely. I'm I'm still that's that's exactly what I'm going to do. Um, I am going to get a gaming rig because I mean I can I can use it for everything that i normally do I, the only thing i would the only thing i care about in a console is to play my video games now i can get not not super not watch tv <laughs> no no i've got a, i actually have a, a nice little cable box that if i so chose to uh 
use voice commands um, that works on there. Yeah, uh, I, I found that laughable that even DirecTV has that now. It's like, control your receiver with voice commands. I'm crazy, okay? I'm, I'm literally insane. But I'm not crazy enough to talk to my TV. Now, if it were to go and, you know, go to the kitchen, make me some food, come <laughs> sit on the couch, give me a mouthski, different story. Mouthski. <laughs> Um, so I, realistically console that'll come into the picture probably this time next year yeah i was uh hard set at first uh on getting one in the new year but and now that i've been playing all these other great games on pc and i have not seen a lot of offerings that to me is worth 500 or 400 dollars to spend on so i really think i'm going to hold off still and, and just like i would like battlefield to look better and play better but i don't have to spend 400 dollars to do that i'll just play my pc <laughs> right so i think that's what i'm going to do is uh just hang out on 360 and it, it won't be until probably the console goes on sale before I even think about it. And I was eager at first and I'm not so much now. No, but I mean, I think they both, they both have their strengths, but then they both have big weaknesses and, you know, I'll give them, I'll give them, you know, a year to figure it out. And also like that lower price. <laughs> exactly. Wait for it to go on sale. Mm-hmm. I mean, I figure, I figure that, um, you know, as much as I'm, I got pissed off at, at Dice and as much as I got pissed off at Treyarch, I should also be very thankful from them because, or thankful to them because by them pissing me off and driving me away from the game, I've been able to pick up so many different games and have so much more fun, different kind of fun, but enjoy a wider variety of games that I normally wouldn't have because I would have, you know, been putting three or 400 hours into black ops and then another, you know, 200 hours into ghosts and, and uh, battlefield. Yeah. Same here. I've just been having way too much fun doing other things. <laughs> you know, we, we get, we get caught up in, in some of the stuff that I was doing with uh, modern warfare and early black ops, black ops too. Um, and we get so competitive and then it gets so frustrating. And then of course, once you have more experience with the games, you understand what the connection's doing. Yeah, really nice. Whenever I first started playing, I didn't understand what lag was. I thought it was just, hey, I thought this, this is what games are, right? Yeah, dude. I think back when I first played Black Ops 1 on a, a 3G Sprint Cell connection and was one and two bar the whole time. <laughs> and I had a .6 KD and I had the, the most fun time of my life. I never rage quit. I never got angry. And then... <laughs> After I joined this clan, and, and I, I become a lot more competitive, then it's just like either I fucking love it or hate it. <clears throat> Absolutely. All right. Well, I think it's a good point to wrap up. We're at 83 minutes. <laughs> we'll probably cut it down a little bit with editing, but uh, not by much. <laughs> It'll be the longest one yet. <laughs> Get all choked up here at the end.
<laughs> so for the, it's probably the last one for, until uh 2015 yeah the next one tbd <laughs> yeah yeah we're, we're gonna push our release back and uh we'll make sure it's as glitched as this one yeah you see what we wanted to do was make sure that it wasn't uh full of bugs uh, we wanted to make sure it was a finished product polished and refined <laughs> yes because i am definitely polished and refined <laughs> So for our next show, I'm thinking uh, we we may I don't know if we'll have one of each, but maybe split it up. I want to get at least one person in the clan that has one console and the other, and, and then get their take, uh, basically like a review and of what they like and don't like about their recent investment. <laughs> Absolutely, I'd like definitely like to hear uh, hands on and see how these new games are playing on the new shiny systems yep and as always you can find us at over30clan.com if i've recently i've been bombarded with people asking if they can join and uh, i need to figure out a way how i can just i think i'll have to sign in to live online so i can just copy and paste the response because i'm just getting tired of having to do it on the controller <laughs> but I, I honestly i've had probably six people send me direct messages on live asking if they can join the clan and uh so over30clan.com click apply at the top uh, you need to be at least 30 years old. Sometimes, in the rare instance, there are exceptions, but fill out the app, register for the forum, uh, try to play with some of us, get to know us, uh, especially if you're younger and want to prove that you're mature enough to to be an asset. <laughs> <laughs> mature. <laughs> I know, I kind of laugh when I think back in all of our stuff. A mature gaming clan, and I'm like, uh Yes, if you're if you're looking for mature and you think we are that, don't follow us on Twitter. But do follow us on Twitter. Yeah, yeah you can follow at over thirty clan USA on Twitter. Uh, you can follow myself at ax black death xa and nuke at uh, at nuke lacoog l a c o g. Yeah, you can spam him and troll him. Make sure that uh, you you present yourself as an Asian lady boy. He'll like that. Yeah. Yes. Make sure you're fat, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Well, it's been fun as always. I thank you very much, Nuke, for your time and your insight, insightful <laughs> knowledge. <you> well, <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Take it easy. This is where you're supposed to say goodbye, Nuke. And that's a wrap. Oh, <laughs> my